I'm on one, brother. Oh, <laughs> I love when people say that shit, dude. I'm on one right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, usually that's it. Man, my fucking granny died. So if I ain't having no fun this week, neither are y'all. Man, I'm having fun. That sucks, dude, but you're not going to have fun because this weekend on Death Metal. going over the murder of Junko Furuta, which is not a line of action figures, unfortunately. Mm-mm. I got a new Junko Furuta. <laughs> this shit sucks, man. This yeah. is a bummer episode, so I'm going to give you an advance warning. And you know the times I do give you an advance warning? The most negative comments we ever got from an episode was the one, I can't remember the name, where we were talking about how... Uh, Some girls like getting beaten and raped and we farted. Well, that was one of the reviews, but people did not like that. This one's bad, dude. And the yeah. uh, fact is, the fact is, I guess it'll help. Maybe. I mean, it's bad, dude. It's like the most abusive things you could imagine. Well, and shout out to Dalton Bland, which I think we both knew about this case, but he reminded me of it on Instagram, and then that's why I said something. To dude, you I heard it. about it on. I think I heard it on Sword and Scale like okay. way back before that guy turned it out to be until that guy. When Sword and Scale first started, like 10 years ago or whatever, and that dude didn't talk about himself at all, yeah. it was fine. But as soon as he brought it, like, there was an episode where he was like, I was dry, and it, just like me, this guy was a fan of Tool. I was like, well, it's been a fun ride, Sword and Scale, but you gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned out that, yeah, that guy's a huge bitch, but whatever. Regardless, that's where I heard about it at, for sure. Or I had heard something else about it before, actually. I think the shit was on... Uh, God, what the name of the fucking show? It, it was Unsolved Mysteries-esque, but it was like most heinous crimes type of shit. I don't yeah. fucking know. It's been around because it, it really is one of the gnarliest murders of all fucking time. Pretty fucking brutal. So just want to say this in case you're a new listener, you don't know what we got going over here. Will we be making fun of anyone that was a victim in this? Absolutely not. Uh <laughs> well, look, dude, I didn't name this kid Junko, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I call my shit, but it smells bad. My Junko. Ooh, I got a bad case of Junko. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, dude, that's not funny. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, dude, look, we're going to relay the facts. The reason why we do horrible crimes like this, because people need to know about it, man. You don't know what type of sick fucking world you live in. You trust your kids to go out and play. Or you think it's all fun and fucking games, and there's there is serial killers, but it never happens. But shit like this, dude, no explanation behind it. Nope. So sometimes, man, people can just get together, get a weird group mentality, and just do something fucking heinous. So I think it's important for people to know about it happened. We're just out here laying out the facts. Doesn't mean we're not going to have fun along the way. Doesn't mean we don't take it seriously. It's a heinous bummer of an event, but... How I've always felt about doing a podcast, especially one that's true crime-ish, is that we should not not have fun because we're talking about something serious. Sure. So that's the MO. If that's going to bum you out, you should probably just switch it now. Well, the way I think about it is like, if we were talking about my death, I would want everybody to have fun. Yeah. You wouldn't die like this. No. 
No one could get a hold of you. You're slippery. I'm slippery. <laughs> slippery. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a real stupid shit fucking week. On the bright side, dude, I got some Ranger shorts. Ranger panties. That's what they're called. Ranger panties. They're called Ranger panties, dude. Tight. It's the look. So for everyone. Dudes? It's for dudes. Yeah. Okay. So everyone that's on the team that's trying to figure out what we're doing this summer, that's what we're doing. We're getting Ranger panties. They're 11 bucks. Tacticalgear.com. They didn't give us anything to say this. Shouldn't be giving out free business, but I want everyone to look like us. Sure. If you want to hang with the team, post your pics, tag us. We're wearing Ranger shorts all summer. I'm going to get some. Ranger panties, not shorts. How dare a woman ever say panty to me again? Really? These are panties. Okay. You know what I mean? They do have panties on the inside of them, though. It's like lined with women's underwear. Feels, I hate underwear. Feels great, dude. But these, dude, because it's part of the short, and it's not underwear material, but it is like a panty type of fit, feels great. Okay. Squeezes your asshole and your nuts. I, mean, I think it's like if I know I'm having a day where I might shit my pants, Yeah, I'm tucking toilet paper, man. You're doing a man pawn. Yeah, I'll man pawn myself. Well, these feel great. I suggest them. Uh, do we ever get that promo code? I'm guessing not. Not yet, no. It's not going to happen. It probably will. It probably won't. That dude's busy as fuck, man. <laughs> it's not that hard to give out a promo code. Anyway. Uh, all right. So we got a Patreon now. We had a Patreon before. We fucked it up. Fixed it. We've had it up for two weeks, and guess what? Two episodes. We're delivering. But we did just record an hour-long episode. And it didn't record. <laughs> so we didn't record it. Well, we'll fix that. We talked about it. You'll have you'll you will have one every week. Do you know what I'm saying? For five bucks. Do you know? Five dollars a month and you get an episode every fucking week. What are you doing right now? Scooting it up. You are scooting, dude. You're boot scooting right now. I am boot scooting. Buddy, got some fucking boots. If you haven't seen those, I'm sure you have. Follow us on social media. If you don't, I suggest you do. Instagram.com backslash deathmeldicks. Facebook.com backslash deathmeldicks. Twitter.com backslash deathmeldicks. If you're confused by deathmeldicks, well, that's short for detective. Pornhub. Pornhub.com backslash users backslash deathmeldicks. YouTube.com backslash deathmeldicks. It's all there, baby. It's there. We're the kings of media. Your kings. That's what Howard Stern called himself. Howard Stern kind of sucks, man. Fuck yeah. Ah, uh, did you know about this? I'm gay. <laughs> now, what you said was. Yeah, he's just always like, oh, you, you said that you would flick the clit like this. Now, if you would have flicked the clit like that, I, I flicked the clit like this. Yeah, he's not even. He ain't flicking nothing, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's honkled. No, you don't. <laughs> That's a problem. That's his problem. He don't get honking with nobody. <laughs> nobody wants to really be his friend. All right, well, let's dive down into it. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny, but this is a tough one. I had a tough week. Sucks when your fucking grandma dies, man. Sure. Like, mine's been fucking suffering forever, which is actually way worse. Yeah. I can tell my grandpa's already, like, pretty relieved. So, you know, life moves on, but it was sad. I mean, it just sucked to see it all. Sure. It sucked, Dick. And, like, we didn't get to go. Like, I was at work, and she took a she, – she had, like, a bad turn. She had blood clots. That's what, that's what the final uh, okay. cause was. She had blood clots in her lungs. And, uh, yeah, I was at work, so Jackie came up there to, like, drop the kids off with uh, the guys I'm opening the business with. 
and uh, their kids. And she was crying, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to try and not cry at fucking work. Yeah. And uh, they then she, you know, she had gotten rushed to the hospital the ambulance. They brought her back with CPR. She died. Brought her back. But that's happened before, and it, like, wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah. It was weird. She just, like, she got real high blood pressure. Sure. Anyway, and so then Jackie Collin was like, yeah. I mean, they're putting her on a ventilator and life support, and she, years ago, had put down that she didn't want that okay. DNR. And so they were going to pull it, and, like, my grandpa was trying to fight with them to be let up there because of COVID-19. They were, like, not letting people in the hospital. Ah, fuck. So they were, like, fighting with him about it, and then they're finally like, okay, 30 minutes, you and one person. <laughs> so that was it, man. Shit. Like, I didn't get to get there in time. It was whack. Yeah. And then we went to see her the next day. I had never, like, audibly heard my grandpa cry before. Yeah. So that fucking sucked. I don't see why. Well, I don't understand that, going yeah. to see the body. Everyone does it. What's the point? I don't know. Uh, I think, like, the whole burial thing is, like, just closure, you know? But I don't yeah. know. I don't get Well, she either. got cremated. I mean, it did make it feel better for sure because, like, he kept saying how her face was finally peaceful. Like, yeah, dude, she's fucking dead. But she was really in pain all the fucking time. Like, everything her her life fucking sucked. So, yeah. Your grandpa's hard, man, because I saw him today and. He said, how's it going, buddy? I said, good. And I said, I'm sorry for your loss, man. And he said, thanks. And he just was like, went on to the next thing, dude. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. Well, dude, his his way to to deal with it was like calling everybody. Yeah. Which is crazy, dude. So, and he, just like people in, in the church that he goes to. So, imagine you're sitting at home on a Saturday. Your phone rings. You see, it's, oh, it's somebody from church. And he's like, hello, it's Joe. Uh, my wife died four hours ago. Just call him to let you know. Yeah. I was like, he was calling people, and I'm like, hey, man, who are you calling? Like, he had called three or four people, so I figured he, like, called everybody that needed to know. That's what people do in church groups. Oh, yeah, I, but I figured he called everyone that needed to know, like, you know, like my uncle, my mom, whoever else. Yeah. And uh, after, like, the fifth phone call, I was just like, dude, who are you calling? And I was like, man, I don't want to get in your business, but... It's probably a fucking bummer to hear someone telling that their wife died. It probably sounds kind of weird, too. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, do it feels good, dog, but yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever makes him feel better, I guess. And it was the same conversation every time. This might be fucking morbid, but not near as bad as what we're talking about. But, it, I mean, it was, it was just weird. It was weird to watch. Yeah. And people that listen, I think you guys know I love my grandparents. This is yeah. all I got. But it was just weird to listen to because yeah, he had like, and this is how my, also my grandpa is, is he like anything that he says that is like people agree with or laugh at or like anything that he can get rolling along in conversation, he'll say it over and over to different people and just like, it'll be, he has talking points and shit, you know? Yeah. So he just kept like building up different talking points and shit. Cause like, I guess he was like, when she was, when she got pulled off the machine, he was like, I love you and I'll be with you soon. And this is better for you. And he just kept telling people that. And I was like. And the fucked up thing is, is he's probably right. I was like, my grandpa, man. Yeah, but your grandpa was like way more beat up about it than my grandpa is. Yeah, well. Your grandma was more taking care of your grandpa. Yeah, that's why he was more fucked up. But also, too, you I mean, you never know. Like like that, those, that, that age, that era of men were like, they're not going to talk about that shit. If you audibly hear. He's been pretty fucking open, man. A gr- uh, a grown ass old ninety year old. How old is he? Eighty nine. Eighty nine year old man. Cry. 
And he ain't really shown too much emotion. And he's that old. I mean, like, dude. He did I, for a couple of days, though. I don't know, yeah. man. Oh, no. I mean, it don't change. I mean, here's, here's the thing. Here's the morbid part. Is he's pretty fucking jazzed, to be honest with you. Okay. But it's not like a. I mean, it just it sounds shitty to be like that because it's like he's bummed out because, look, his wife is 65 year old of year. 65 years. That's how long they were married. That's wild. Oh, man. Yeah. 65 years. Motherfuckers never drank a beer before. I'm going to get him to crack one, dude. I was thinking about it that night. Yeah. I was because th- I had a six of nitro in the car, and I was like, damn, dude, what if I could get my grandpa to crack a smooth one to kill the pain? I got my grandpa to crack one. <laughs> Apparently, Jackie asked him. The next day, she was like, you want to go get you anything, a bottle of whiskey or something? He was like, no, nah, I don't need that. But, uh, no, nah. I mean, he's, he's, he's hinted to it a couple of times, but look, he's the type of dude, he wants to do stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, he, only the last, like, five years, he's been sitting still because he's had to be attached to her. He, can, he couldn't even go out and work in the yard without her yeah, yeah, yeah. spazzing out. So, he, he likes to garden. He likes to build shit. He likes to tinker around, go to Home Depot, shit like that. He hasn't been able to, so he's actually pretty pumped up. Like he was out mowing the lawn today and shit. What about you? Just need to show up to his house with some beers and go, "Hey, crack one, brother." No, just be like, "Hey, like one on one." I won't tell anybody. Let's just do this shit. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's what I did with my grandpa. Yeah. I'm telling everybody now, but you got a sip of cold one, dude. Yeah, it was a Shinerbach. We were at the shittiest barbecue place in this town, McClard's Barbecue. Yeah, it's and he goes, good. "What is that?" And I go, "Some." Uh, Shinerbach, he's like, is that a beer? And I go, yeah. He goes, you're yeah. making me pay for this? And I said, you don't have to. You don't want to. I was like, I'll get you a beer. He goes, well, I don't know. I was like, nobody's going to know. I yeah. got him a beer. He drank it with me. Hell now, yeah. I had to drive him home. He was hammered? Yeah, well, no, because he, he took a bunch of pay mess and shit. Oh, yeah. And so he took it. He was That'll like, hit you yeah. just right, he dude. He Hit him just right. I had to carry his big ass inside. <laughs> yeah. He was loving it. Yeah. I, I mean, like, full-blown baby carry. He was dude. loving it, dude. Yeah. Hard. Loving it. Hard to carry him, man. Loving every minute of it. Yeah, man. You ought to do that. That'd be a cool thing before he goes. You know, just fucking crack one with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get him honkled, man. <laughs> I want to get my grandpa honkled, dude. Anyway, you know, I'm not trying to fucking bum down the whole show. But that's been my week. I don't know. I feel like most of you listeners are invested. Some of you hate it when we talk about other shit. But I'm trying to get out of the way now. So we're not in the middle of the fucking podcast. Because this one, dude, once it gets rolling, there's no more fun. It's going to get all the energy is going to get sucked out. So it's one of those serious ones, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, might as well kick it off. I mean, just just to look over the whole thing before we dive into the, the who and the what and the where and the why. Jungle Fruit. Jungle Fruit. Jungle Fruit. Jungle Fruit. Jungle Fruit. She was a Japanese high school student who was abducted, tortured, raped, murdered in the late 1980s. Her murder case was named Concrete Encased High School Girl Murder Case, which is a very fucking Japanese name. Yeah. They always name things like exactly what they are out of order. Concrete Encased High School Girl Murder Case. <laughs> Sucks. Canceled. No way, dude. Cancel People, culture. Dude, dude, if you can't cancel me, okay, yeah. if you didn't vote for Andrew Yang, that's how it works. Yeah. How much do you love Japanese people? You know what I did? I went to the primaries and voted for Andrew Yang. Did you? Did you and voted? No. I'll be <laughs> goddamn. You do got your Japanese tattoo or two. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. That's a snake, dude. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I do have a right. devil. 
I like the Japanese folk. Just find the cultures, the traditions, and the sushi, and the rice, and the woogity doogity. The woogity. <laughs> 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 um, Creed Case High School murder case, and the whatnot, and the who have you. Due to her body being discovered in a concrete drum. Which, if you think about it, pretty smooth sailing. What? Like a way to hide a body. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant dying. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, if you have to hide a body, sure. concrete in case is a pretty good way to go about it. The abuse was mainly perpetrated by four teenage boys. Hiroshi Miyano, Joe Ogura, Shinji Minato, Yasushi Ontabi. <laughs> Nearly 100 people know about Furuta's captivity, but they either neglected to report it or they themselves participated in the tor- torture and murder. Don't overskip that. A hundred people knew about the captivity before the murder. One hundred. Yeah. Which to me, like you just you're just as guilty as, as definitely. Doing it, you know, you gotta wipe them all out when they, when you hear that, dude. Yeah. When you hear what happened and you hear how many people knew, you gotta just go get them, dude. You gotta get them, bro. Get them. And I was, I think that you know, they're real close to back country over there. Yeah, this could be why. Yeah. Oh fuck, a bat could fly off, you know. Yeah, big time. That's wild. Cursed bat, cursed by this. Most of the participants were friends of the teenage boys. The teenage boys who did it were low-ranking newer members of the yakuza. Which I'm sure everyone knows is the Japanese mafia. Sure. Furuta was born in Masato Satima Refugio. As a teenager, she attended Yashio Midami High School. Worked part time after school hours. I'm not, dude, here's the deal. I'm not trying to be rude. It's hard for me to pronounce this stuff, but do you know how I'm able to like pronounce it how I think is right? Yeah, is doing it pride style. Yeah, yeah. Pride FC. The story <laughs> that guy was like, Shinyo Aoki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ruiz Carrizo, Alistair Overeem. That's the only way I can make yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it totally. She lived with her parents, her elder brother, and her younger brother. Prior to her abduction, she had accepted a job at an electronics retailer where she planned on working after graduation. And also, dude, before I get too far into this, Andy did the research and put the put the outline together, but that article that was off a blog that I should have fucking remembered the name of. You can pull that shit up. Okay. Um, probably should give a shout out to them because I know a lot of it came from that. There's been so many. There's been a whole bunch of podcasts, blogs, TV shows about that in the, in the recent years. So we're not the first, I'll tell you that much. But... Uh, you know, that's the whole point of this shit is to get different takes on it. Figure out as much information as you can. I doubt we're breaking anything to you because it's been so long ago. But goddamn, I feel there's like a couple things that blew my mind. And I'd heard this shit a couple of times before. Uh, yeah, she was she had worked at an electron, like her Best Buy type of situation. Is it JapaneseInsides.com? Yeah. It's like Inside Edition type yeah, of shit. yeah, for yeah. Japanese inside. Japanese inside sounds like porn, dude. Or guts. That was plain code. <laughs> plain code. 
yeah, so she worked at like a Best Buy type of situation. She planned on working there still after she graduated. One of her schoolmates, Hiroshi Miyano, had a crush on her, asked her out on multiple occasions. However, Furuta turned him down because she was not interested in a relationship at the time. Miyano, a member of the Yakuza, sought revenge for their unrequited affection. Incel shit, dude. That's crazy. Incel shit. That does not sound like Yakuza behavior. No. Because that's based in like samurai tradition. Yeah. And if samurais couldn't get pussed, they were like, all right, we'll just fuck a kid. Damn, that is true, huh? That's what they did, yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah. I hate that you can't look back on a hard time. Yeah. And find a dick kid. Well, their, uh, their whole idea behind it was that it would make the kid hard. Because it would make them like, not afraid to die. Well, not at the time. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yeah, so you just give everyone PTSD. That is a good way to go about it, dude. Yeah. Make you hard. That's why, they make you, that's why people get tortured and shit. Like in some, some military. Uh, I won't tell you who, but when I tell you what I said about someone the other day, you'll know exactly who. I was like, man, you could smell a PTSD coming off him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You really can, though, dude. Yeah. Just like, is that? It's got a smell. Deep years of fear? Yep. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're cooped out. Yeah. They got you. Um, but yeah, that's very weak behavior. Sure. I mean, you don't need revenge for someone that doesn't want to date you. But that makes me wonder, too, though, the Japanese tradition of that whole thing about saving face. Yeah. Maybe he had made it publicly known, and he felt like he couldn't be rejected in public. Sure. It's the wrong thing to do, but I'm trying to wrap my mind around well, it's, it. It's kind of like, what's so weird about like that whole uh, samurai ideology? Shido! Is... Uh, Especially like Greek mythology, it's just myth. So yeah. like when you read a book like Hagakure or things like that, the book of the samurai, Hagakure! they're all just stories, right? That didn't really happen. Yeah, it's just shit where you're like, I'm gonna be that hard, you know? But then oh, you're doing some fucked up. I love shit. hard culture, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hard culture gets me revved. Yeah, samurai shit yeah. revved. Probably the only like cool ones that Miyamoto Masashi guy, like Scandinavian Raider shit revved. Yeah, revved. You been watching The Last Kingdom? Not yet. Revved. <laughs> Prepare to get your motor running, bro. Pretty much watched almost all week ago last Get night, your so. motor running. That shit made me cry like a little girl, yeah, yeah. dude. The end of it. When you see, you'll see. It got me. It got me okay. good, dude. I'll see you tonight. Because, you know, that's what we were saying about Waco, too. Because I was trying to remember back. We did do Waco, by the way. You fucking idiot. No, we didn't. Uh, I know we did. Uh-uh. Um, well, I talked about it enough. I mean, that's the, that's the way I feel about it. We should do it, especially while it's on my fucking brain. Yeah. If we didn't do it. That's the thing about Waco, dude, is that, uh, fuck, I don't want to skip off from this. Just one second. It's related. It's crime. We're talking about hard shit. Yeah, we did cultures. Ruby Ridge. Right. We sure. About, we yeah. did talk about Waco and Ruby Ridge. But what I was saying about Waco is like, the go- you know, all you hear when you hear about David Koresh. And look, is being a religious not cool in my mind? No. But is it against the law? No. So my brain's always been like, you want to you wanna make it okay by thinking he's a pedophile. But I don't think he was, man. I really don't think he was. He married a fourteen-year-old. That's true, but in the way that they, in the way that it was described, right? Yeah. So, but he did marry a fourteen-year-old, and that's fucked up. It's wrong. It's not the right thing. She, but she and her parents consented. Now that's fucked up. Yeah, it's not right. They should have all been put to death, in my opinion, except for the kid. <sighs> but the thing is that I don't. The big problem with it is, is that because of that. It got around that he was like molesting all the kids there, but that yeah. was not. I it don't think true. that was true. It didn't seem true, true. at all. 
anyway, but he and that's the thing too is did he have sex with a fourteen year old girl because he married every woman there? You, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, we'll get into it more. We do right, but it just fucking blows me away. Anyway, this is not like that. This is the shit that actually happened. Uh, November 25th, 1988. To us, a very special day. To the Japanese, another day, another day. <laughs> Hiroshi Miyano and his friend Nobuhiro Mintu <laughs> wandered around Misato. With the intention of robbing and raping a local woman. Do not get in that car, brother. Hell I've man. never had the intention of either of those things. Like, what, if it's just in the air, get away from it, dude. If rape and robbery is in the air, don't get in. Yeah. Don't go, yeah. Get out of there. At 8.30 p.m., they spotted Faruta cycling home after she finished her part-time job. At the electronics store, of course. Under Miano's orders, Mento kicked Faruta off of her bicycle. 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 I'm so bicycle. I'm so I'm so hard, dude. <laughs> Off of her bicycle and immediately fled the scene. Miano, under pretense of it being a coincidence that he had witnessed the attack, approached Feruda and offered to walk her home safely. Feruda, accepting his offer, was unaware that Miano was leading her to a nearby warehouse where he revealed his yakuza connections. Miano threatened to kill her as he raped her in the warehouse and once again in a nearby hotel. From the hotel, Miano called Minto and his other friends, Joe Ogera and Yahushi Wantabi, and bragged to them about the rape, which is crazy. Yeah, that's some goofy but shit. But that, now that does sound like Yakuza Mafia type behavior, sure. especially low level. Because I think a lot of I don't think rapes on the docket I don't know, but as you rack up crimes, you got to tell everyone about it. That's how you get a reputation. Yeah, but I think that's more like murder, robbery, arson. Well, I mean, even with any type of gang culture, um, I know for instance that there is a woman who possibly has sex with her sons, who who is in they're in crib. Their crip culture, but they also traffic girls and stuff. So, and then like sends them out to do some crazy shit, and like they've killed people and some other stuff, and like are locked up for it. But the kids are so mentally fucked up that they really don't care. They know that when they get out, that it kind of adds to the legend of their their culture. So people are like, like they don't fuck with that guy. He's crazy, you know. But like the mom has totally fucked him up. So. He, tend to do that with any type of gang culture. The older people will send them out to do the craziest shit so their minds are all fucked. Makes you know? sense. I mean, that's the through line and all this stuff is that yeah. if you destroy someone's mind, yeah. you, can, you can harness their... That's where uh, we jumped the gun. We didn't jump the gun on Manson. I think we did a decent job on Manson, but we did kind of miss the mark. We can definitely go back to it. And I've been digging into it more recently on this fucking book that I heard about on Rogan. You bailing, dude? You got a whiz? Oh. Uh, Oh, your back's fucked. Um, I can't remember the fucking guy's name, but basically it was a CIA agent that confirmed that they did work with Charles Manson. And so, like, Manson wasn't raping people, but he was using LSD as a mind control substance to wreak havoc on people's minds in the same way. Like, same shit they did with with uh, Ted Kaczynski. I mean, what what you would do to the Yakuza or the Mafia or young kids where you fuck their brains up through brutality, 
You could do the same thing with like heavy doses of drugs. Sure. Just scramble their mind. But do, you, you do it worse. Do inconsolable things that just get your you brain. You put them through a traumatic event while they're on drugs. I mean, trauma does do things physically to the brain. So. Yeah. But the drugs will do it too. Yeah. I mean, all a great big fucking bummer. Um, again, we're not having fun, but just trying to figure out in our brains where it's all coming from. So this could definitely be a Yakuza thing that's handed down. You know, they could have fucked with them a whole bunch because they're they're high school kids that are involved in the gang. So, but the, a lot of gangs do that. You know, they find kids real young that come from a, a shittier life, and they do terrible things to them or make them do terrible things to just get them on the track that they wanted to be on. So when they get old, they have no aversion to violence, no aversion to they don't believe in law. You know, no aversion to breaking the law, no aversion to prison, death. Agera. Reportedly asked Mayano to keep her in captivity to allow numerous people to sexually assault her. The group had a history of gang rape and had recently kidnapped and raped another girl who was released afterwards. These are high school kids. Sure. Around 3 a.m., Mianan took Furuta to a nearby park where Minto, Agura, and Wantabi were waiting. They had gleaned her home address from a notebook in her backpack and told her, but they knew where she lived, and the Yakuza members would kill her family if she attempted to escape. She was overpowered by the four boys and taken to a house in the Asi district of Adichi, where she was gang-raped. The house, which was owned by Minato's parents, soon became their regular gang hangout. On November 27th, Furuta's parents contacted the police about their daughter's disappearance. In order to discourage further investigation, the kidnappers coerced her into calling her mother. She was forced to say that she had run away, but she was safe and was staying with a friend. Furuta was also forced to ask her mother to stop the police investigation into her disappearance. When Minato's parents were present, Furuta was forced to pose as the girlfriend of one of the kidnappers. They later dropped this pretense when it became clear that Minatos would not report them to the police. The Minatos stated that they did not intervene because they were aware of Minato's Yakuza connections and feared retaliation, and because their own son was very violent towards them. Minato's brother was also aware of the situation, but did nothing about it. That's crazy Japanese shit. Yeah. Because how, like, <laughs> in your own house? Yeah. I mean, I do believe that they're afraid of the Yakuza. Yeah. But that's a perfect way to get the Yakuza to leave you alone. But I don't know, man. I guess Japan's a very corrupt country. Well, I mean, you got to think the police are probably scared of the Yakuza, you know. Or part of. I mean, what was that dude's name that fought in Japan? Um, fuck. Crazy B? Wontabi? No, That was his no, last no. name, too. Yeah, but the the one real hard dude that was, like, from Hawaii. And he went. He went anyway. Like, yeah, it, yeah. Like some of the shit he was talking about with like the yakuza and shit is pretty. Like that's yeah. wild as fuck. Yeah, they're wild, dude. Yeah, he was wild. Straight nanners. Yeah, yeah, he was wild, but he's moral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot of cool shit. Incident anyway is tight. That's a cool motherfucker. Very cool, dude. One of my favorite fighters of all time. I yeah, just didn't think of his name. Not a great fighter. No, just hard. Broke Randy Couture's arm, but a lot of people think that was a work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so I think Granny Couture might have had some gambling debt. Dang. Got his arm cracked. Damn. By Yakuza-related Ensign. But Ensign, what he like, didn't like the Yakuza. He he worked a lot, a lot of security for him and shit. 
Sure. But, but they wouldn't fuck with him. No. So he would work security on, like, private Yakuza fights. But, yeah, he would always post, like, making fun of the fighters and shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that guy's social media rocked for a long time, dude. Yeah, he's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool, cool. that dude. That seems like a fun life, dude. Just I've always wanted, except for this type of shit that we're talking about. Well, just to be, like, side-by-side side in it, not involved in it, but just to see the fucking insanity that goes yeah, behind it. Yeah, later workings. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking nuts, man. Private investigator of sorts. But yeah, I mean, they they basically went into this dude's parents' house who were doing gang rapes, not just one girl, and their whole gang's hanging out there. But, you know, they're fucking afraid of their friends, their kid, their kid's friends, because they're involved in the Yakuza. That sucks. Furuta was held captive in the Mento residence for 40 days, 4-0, 40 days. During which time, of course, she was abused, raped, and tortured. The group responsible also invited and encouraged their other Yakuza friends to further torment Futura. I don't know how to say it. Furuta, Futura. Furuta. Furuta, thought so. According to their trial statements, the four of them raped her over 400 times, beat her, hung her from the ceiling, and used her as a punching bag, dropped barbells onto her stomach, forced her to eat live cockroaches, drink her own urine, and forced her to masturbate in front of them. They inserted foreign objects into her vagina and anus, including a lit light bulb. Well, how does that work? Uh, Uncle Fester. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard, dude. I'm trying so hard, dude. Maybe just like a, maybe like a fucking table, a, a fucking lamp. Put the lamp up her pussy. I don't know. You fucking Uncle Fester, that dude. Come on, you piece of shit. I, I, dude, I hate me too, man. I'm, it's not funny. It sucks, but yeah, I don't. It's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, and they shot fireworks off in her puss. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Why are you laughing, dude? You just say nonchalant. They shot fireworks off in her puss. I'm trying to be chill, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bush. <sighs> they burned her vagina and clitoris with cigarettes and lighters. Her eyelids with hot wax. They tore her le- left nipple off with pliers and pierced her breasts with sewing needles. When her body was found, Aron Amon's sea bottles were stuck up her anus, which is Japanese Coca-Cola. And her face was unrecognizable. She was also found to be pregnant despite the severe damage to her uterus. I mean, you, you, you just can't get more fucked up than this. It is fucked. There's like no way to say it. Like the words, they don't make sense how they're coming out because it's like, well, I don't even know. Yeah, like how could you do that? And it's, it's groupthink, dude. Groupthink is so dangerous, man. Just like this is chill and cool. Like what, what state of depravity... And they they don't even have cool drugs like that in Japan, dude. They don't no. have meth over there. Yeah, they only had meth when Hitler gave it to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true, dude. Yeah, I know. That's how they got all kamikazed. Yeah, I mean, think about it like this too. Is like that culture is so brutal as it is. And they were brutal towards women even back in the day. You know, that so. is true. I'm sure. I guess that plays into it. But like th- this level of depravity is is pretty fucking notable. They. Women had, uh, they, some of them had a high class in society, but they weren't treated like men were, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they're women, but. 
<laughs> it was okay. a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I do. I really don't understand. Um, but it get, it does get a little bit more interesting because the uh, what do you got going on there? Um, some of the accompli- some of the accomplices. You weirded me out for a second. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sing me a song, you're a singer. Church on the tip of my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Going on and on. And of course, at this point, I mean, oh, damn it, I don't know where I, I fucked some shit up. Hold on a second. Yeah, you did. My brain's all jacked up, dude. Yeah. You switched a paper out that you shouldn't have switched. Yeah, I don't know if I did or not. Uh, no, you didn't even do that before. It's fine. I got it. I got it. I got it. You just flipped that one over and it made me start thinking. Well, it was driving me nuts. Why? Because it was flipped halfway. Oh, so you flipped it full full way. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't uh, sit there all unfolded. If it was all, you, this, that's something you probably beat a woman over, dude. I'd whoop your ass over that. I said a woman, dude. Yeah, you are a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an insult, dude. Women are beautiful. Yeah, ain't some strong. Real strong. If someone get their ass whooped, too. <laughs> Talking the wrong way to a man is some country boots. <laughs> Damn. The true words have never been spoken. Country boots. Some of the accomplices have been officially identified, including Tetsuo Nakamura and Koichi Ihara. They were charged with rape after their DNA was found inside the victim's body. Ihara was allegedly bullied into raping Furuta. After he left the Mento household, he told his brother about the incident. His brother subsequently told their parents who contacted police. Hell yeah. Finally some fucking nuts. Yeah. Finally some fucking nuts in the situation. Two cops were dispatched to the Mento house. However, at the Mento house, that's where they went after hearing this story, to the fucking house. They were informed that there was no girl inside by the parents. So the cops declined an invitation that the parents gave to look around the house, believing the invitation alone was sufficient proof that there was nothing to be found. Come on. What the fuck? That's the oldest trick in the book. Come on in. Look around. It's very much honor. Uh, Give you honor if it gives you I know letting my face go. That's crazy. If I tell you, it's nobody in the hair. It's nobody in the hair. Crazy. Crazy. The police, it's always shitty police that, that failed the entire, everyone failed this girl. Yeah. I mean, nobody, it's crazy. Just such a brutal way to go, man. Yeah, and it's like, dude, how are you not going to even take a look after hearing that? Like, that's a crazy story. Nobody just made that up. No. But both of the officers actually did face a huge backlash in the community after this all came out. Because if they would have just searched the house and located Fruta. Her ordeal would have only lasted 16 days, less than half, and she probably would have recovered from her severe injuries. Two officers were fired. That's it. No lawsuit. Fired. At the beginning of December, Faruda herself attempted to call the police. She was discovered by Miano before she could say anything to the police. The police called back. Then Miano informed them that the original emergency call was a mistake. As punishment for contacting the authorities, 
Faruda's attackers doused her legs and feet in lighter fluid and set them on fire. They also pushed a large bottle into her anus, which caused severe bleeding. Reportedly after that, she went into convulsions. During the trial, the boys stated that they thought she was faking a seizure, so they set her on fire again. Which doesn't seem like a good strategy. No. Oh, you're having a seizure? All right, retard, you're having a seizure? Watch this shit. <laughs> Fire you up again. Yeah. But that's the, that's the, the way the brain was working. Hate it, dude. I hate this shit. What kind of logical explanation is that? Not? And you have to sit there in court and explain that? Yeah. Oh, she's just acting retarded, so he's set her on fire. God damn it, dude. Stupid. She survived those injuries. She was a strong woman, dude. Continued to be raped and tortured. Fruta is reported to have asked her captors on multiple occasions to kill her and get it over with. But they refuse because they're fucking cowards. It's one of those things, I think, where their original intent was to kill her, but nobody's got the fucking balls to kill her. Or it could be that the torture was sexually driven. To that. all of them? I don't think so. Maybe we I think, one of them. I think that most of them know, like, they are too afraid to do it, but they keep extenuating the circumstances that would could lead to death, Yeah, kind of hoping that when they go upstairs for the night, she'll pass away. Maybe. But what you think about it, like beating somebody to the point where they're like that, though, is is way more brutal than killing them, I think. That's some fucked up shit. Dropping weights on them is crazy. Yeah. Shoving fucking lighter fluid up their ass. Crazy. But all of it's crazy. It's all crazy. Every part of it. So, yeah, I don't really know, man. I mean, it's just fucking crazy. So, but it's things like this that made me think about, like, and when she wants to be killed, like because she didn't do anything, number yeah. one. So it's like, what is the motivation behind the torture? And also this. They forced her to sleep outside on the balcony during a freezing winter, and they locked her inside of a freezer on several occasions. So they think they were just trying to kill her in a cowardly way, you know? Yeah. Like, beating her to death... And she doesn't die, and you you walk away and come back, and she's dead. That seems more cowardly than like looking her in the eyes while you kill her. And you know, like man, just like it, it shows like how, uh, like let's just say samurai spirit, man, like the indomitable spirit. Like you, you didn't fucking die. You went through all that shit. That's pretty hard. Yeah, well, she's you know? hard, dude. Yeah, she's beyond hard. She definitely had the will to survive, but man, I mean. <laughs> One of the kidnappers told the court that her hands and legs were so badly damaged that it took her over an hour to drag herself to the toilet. Due to the severity of the torture, she eventually lost bladder and bowel control and was subsequently beaten for soiling the carpets. She was also unable to drink water or consume food and would vomit after each attempt for which she received further beatings. The brutality of the attacks drastically altered her appearance. Her face was so swollen that it was difficult to make out her features. Her body was also severely crippled, giving off a towering smell that caused the four boys to lose sexual interest in her. As a result, the boys kidnapped and gang-raped a 19-year-old woman who like Faruda was on her way home from work. 
January 4th, 1989, after losing a game of Mahjong, Hiroshi Miyano decided to vent his anger on the kidnapped Furuta. At this point, Furuta was already barely alive. Out of frustration, the boys beat her with an iron barbell, kicked her and punched her, placed two short candles on her eyelids, burning them with hot wax. They made her stand. They struck her feet with a heavy stick. At this point, she fell onto a stereo unit and collapsed into convulsions. Since she was bleeding profusely and pus was emerging from her infected burns, the four boys covered their hands in plastic bags and taped them at the wrists. They continued to beat her and dropped an iron exercise ball onto her stomach several times. They poured lighter fluid onto her thighs, arms, face, and stomach, and once again lit her on fire. Furuta allegedly made attempts to put out the fire, but gradually she became unresponsive. This lone attack reportedly lasted over two hours. Furuta eventually succumbed to her wounds and died that day. Less than 24 hours after her death, Nobrahura Monado's brother called to tell him that Furuta appeared to be dead. Afraid of being penalized for murder, the group wrapped her body in blankets and shoved it into a travel bag. Then they put her body into a 55-gallon drum and filled it with concrete. Around 8 p.m., they loaded and eventually disposed the drum into a cement truck in Koto, Japan. On January 23, 1989, Hiroshi Miyano and Joe Ogera were arrested for the gang rape of the 19-year-old woman who they had kidnapped in December. On March 26, two police officers came to interrogate both of the boys as the woman's underwear had been found at their address. During the interrogation, one of the officers led Miano into believing that police were aware of the murder committed by Miano. Thinking that Joe O'Gara had confessed to the crimes against Feruta, Miano told police where to find Feruta's body. The police were initially puzzled by the confession. They had been referring to the murder of a different woman and her seven-year-old son that had occurred nine days prior to Feruta's abduction. The police found the drum containing Feruta's body the following day. They, identif- in a, they identified her body via the fingerprints. On April 1st, 1989, Joe Ogera was arrested for separate sexual assault and subsequently re-arrested for Feruta's murder. The arrest of Yasushi Wantabi, Nobuharo Minto, and Minto's brother followed. Despite the shocking brutality of their crime, the identities of the boys were originally sealed from the court as they were considered to be juveniles at the time. But journalists soon discovered their identities and against the law published them, which is great. Finally, a good move by journalists because people need to know. It doesn't matter yeah. how old you are. If you do that, people need to know what type of fucking monster you are. They stated that given the severity of the crime, the accused did not deserve to have their rights to anonymity upheld. All four of the boys pled guilty to committing bodily injury that resulted in death. 
none of them pled guilty to murder. In July 1990, a lower court sentenced Hiroshi Miyano, the leader, to 17 years in prison. That's it, 17 years. And then got an additional three years from the Tokyo High Court. The 20-year sentence is the second highest sentence given in Japan before life imprisonment. He was 18 at the time of the murder. Miyano's mother reportedly sent Furuta's parents 50 million yen, which is 425,000 American dollars after selling their family home. Not enough. Nobuharu Minto originally received a six-year sentence. He was resentenced to nine years upon his appeal. He was 16 at the time of the murder after his release, which again, he could de- de- served nine years. 16, he was 25 when he came out. That's nothing. That's bullshit. Went to live with his mother in 2018. Minato was arrested again for the attempted murder of a man that he beat with a metal rod and slashed his throat with a knife. It's a big surprise. Yeah. You don't ever stop. If if you're that type of person, you don't get rehabbed. Well, you don't. I don't know much about the Yakuza. I never really looked into it. But my understanding is, especially in gang culture, is like you don't get out of that. You don't really get out of that. Like you're going to do some shit, you know. And your brain has to be wired that way. Yasusushi Wontabi, who was originally sentenced to four years, received an upgraded sentence of five to seven years, 17 at the time of the murder. Again, nothing. Out when he's 24. No big deal. Joe Ugera served eight years in a juvenile prison before his release in August 1999, 17 at the time of the murder. After his release, he was arrested for assaulting a man he thought was fucking his girlfriend. He captured the alleged adulterer and beat him for four hours. Same crime. Same fucking crime. Repeatedly telling him that he knew how to kill and he would kill again. He served seven years after that assault and he's out free once again. It has also been reported that O'Gara had depleted his father's savings, money which was intended to be provided as restitution to Faruda's families by buying and consuming a number of luxury goods. Stole his father's money that was supposed to go to Faruda. Shit. The sentences were widely, were largely regarded as being far too light for the crimes committed. Duh. Fuck yeah. They got all easy. It's crazy. And all four individuals are protected by special prisons applied to individuals 18 years and younger. <laughs> Doesn't matter how old you are. No. You got to go away forever for that shit. Yeah, you got Because that's depravity. There's no fixing depravity like that. You know, it's like a, uh, the girl that was like being trafficked when she was younger and then she killed her pimp. Yeah. Like that shit. Like, I get that. I get, like, why she would get off then. She needed to. Yeah, she got a way harsher sentence than they she, did. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy, man. Like, that, that's the kind of shit. But then, like, you do some shit like we're talking about, man. Like, at least you need to be in a fucking state hospital for a while. Forever. Because you're bonked. You're something's bonked. Man. Bonked. You fucking unga fucking bunged. Yeah, you're pure unga bunga. Oh, man, it's crazy, man. I hate this crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a feeling a lot of it has to do with the corruption of Japan's legal system and the ties to the Yakuza. It truly disgusts me. You know, we're not the first to report it, or most of the shit we do. True crime is a never-ending cycle, but, uh, you know, my fucking take on it. One of the worst things I've ever read. 
I mean, it's just hard to wrap your mind around. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Just weird to live on the same planet as people who could do something like that. Sure. Sure. You know, they could be your neighbor, dude. I mean, like, that's easily. That's, that's the thing. Probably are my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. He's ungabunged. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's running around. Fucking <laughs> but I, I picked a fucking, uh, I feel like this is one of the most underrated, brutal death metal bands. Uh, the band is Mutilated. You think so? Mutilated is. How are they uh, underrated? I think they're underrated. I mean, as far as like people should just know about this band way more than they do. I mean, I know about them, dude. That is not. Yeah, and uh, the song is "Burn Off Human Face." They did. They did that. Now, a buddy Dalton Bland like recommended this Cannibal Core song in Case in Concrete. Perfect song too. Check that out. But uh, this shit, I feel like people need. Can't believe we got this. suckered into a listener suggestion. Yeah, but this is good though. This was a crazy one. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is what we. Not necessarily live for, but we want the brutal. You know? I don't live for this. No. Yeah, I mean, I think I always say it's just re- you got to know about this shit. If you're out there and you don't know about it, something you need to know about. Yeah. This is how the world is. It ain't all fucking peach pits and sunshine, brother. No, man. No. It's a crock of bullshit with a lot of fucking wild animals out there that you don't even know are lurking. Uh, so swing a sword, man. If anybody seems like they're a good person. They're not. They may be. Don't trust them. Well, you need to ask some questions. <laughs> yeah, you need to ask some questions. Is your bunga ungood? Yeah. People were like, man, Buddy's a good guy. I'm like, oh, you know, for the most part. But, like, you don't know me that well, so just don't go off other people's word. Yeah. Because I might. You're ungood bungood. I'm hunger. I got hunger. <laughs> Hell, man. Well, that's it. I got no fucking cheeky fun times because uh, uh, no. that shit sucked. Uh, still just reeling in my grandma's shit, so probably a pretty short one this week. We have we got a Patreon put out today. We'll have another Patreon put out next Monday or Tuesday. It's a cycle of life. Like I said, dude, if you can't get enough of this dumb shit, five bucks a month and you can get an extra episode every week. Yeah. Uh, and it's just for you showing us that you love us. We love you. All that money is going to our producer, Brian. He's dealing with some gnarly liver shit right now. Yeah. He's about to get a fucking liver transplant. I'm not a scientist, but that's some pretty major shit, I feel like. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we're trying to cake him up a little bit, make life a little easier. And he, he helps us a ton. We can't afford to pay him, so maybe y'all can help. Yeah. Stay safe out there, motherfuckers. It's, restrictions are lifting up in our state this week, probably yours too. Yeah. Don't die. Yeah. Hey, guess what, man? You know, feel free to get honkled. <laughs> yeah, if you want to crack open a couple of colas and get honkled. To fucking tag us in your post that you chugging yeah, one. Yeah, on IG, man. Just get it, dude. Do a honkler, man. Just, just like, yeah. We'll put you. We'll, we'll make a honkle report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Just fucking like tag us, you know, at death death metal detectives on uh, IG, and then just put our hashtag it and put the honkle report. <laughs> honkle report. We'll see you guys on the next death metal detectives, dude. <laughs>